0: In a world where we base our self-worth on social media, the opinions of others and money, it can be difficult to embrace what we love about ourselves. Whether that is our kindness, our empathy, or even something as simple as our love for animals, it's important to remember that it's the simple things that fill our well. It's time to find your own self-worth, happiness, and purpose. Self-worth is not what you have, it's not what you do, it's what's inside of you and how you feel about yourself and the world you have built. Join me, Lynn Howard, as we climb the mountain together to reach the peak of our happiness. Hey, y'all, it is Lynn Howard. Welcome back to Are You Worth It? Spoiler alert, you are. With today, we have Becky Casillo. She is an ordained metaphysical minister. Say hello, Miss Becky. Hello. Becky also runs Silcon, which is the only convention I've gone to in the past few years and the only one I'll be going to this year. So <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I have too much fun. Can you yeah. tell us what a ordained metaphysical minister is?
1: Sure. So a metaphysical minister is basically the same as a what you think of a normal minister, a Christian minister. However, um, I'm not Christian basically (laughs) Um, metaphysics kind of acknowledges and respects the beauty um, in all of God's creations. Um, It's, it's sort of religion without dogma. Um, It doesn't explore religious beliefs that were created by man, but um, rather it explores the laws of nature um, set by whatever you want to call it, creator, God, universal presence, um, so basically, it includes all religions, but transcends them all. Um, if that makes any sense whatsoever, does yeah, um, <laughs> <best> to me. does <laughs> to me. Yeah, and I'm I'm ordained through the International Metaphysical Ministry, um, but I also have ordination through Universal Life Church as well. That so. sounds like a whole lot of things. I know you're a Reiki healer and. I am um I'm a Reiki master, um, a La Chi practitioner, and I'm also a certified crystal healing practitioner. Oh, I have I have questions about all those things
0: on here. So yeah. let's start with the energy healing because I don't know if you've listened to the podcast, but my my podcast is all about you know, healing yourself
1: and loving yourself, finding yourself worth, things like that. Mm-hmm. So what is energy healing? So energy healing, um, there's several modalities of energy healing, uh, but they're all based around the same philosophy for the most part. Um, energy healing is a form of complementary and alternative medicine that's based on the understanding that vital energy through. <laughs> Flows don't throw it flows <laughs> through the human body. Um, the goal of energy healing uh, is to balance that energy flow, um, so that it can reduce stress and anxiety, promote well being, help your body uh, with its natural healing process. Um, you know, our bodies are amazing things; they they heal us through so much. This just helps them and gives you know, make sure that there is no blockage of energy or anything. To allow them to heal faster, more effectively. Um, it can um, help with quality of life, boost the immune system. It's excellent with hospice, cancer patients, um, mental health issues, just about everything really. Now, you know, I'm extremely
0: sensitive to energy, which is one of the reasons I don't do a lot of conventions and, mm-hmm. and you know, paracons, stuff like that. Right. Is that something for people like me, or is this more of a a guided healing?
1: No, um, it, I mean, you could definitely, I mean, you could you perform it on your son. Oh, what was that? Was that on your end? <laughs> uh, you just
0: kind of like blanked out there for a second. Yeah, it was like static. Oh, well, we have a storm moving in. So if I lose
1: power no, or anything, maybe yeah, that's sorry. what it was. Um, Yeah, it was like a staticky sound. I'm like, sorry about that. Um, but, um, now I lost me True, oh. We were talking about, yeah, yeah, because like I, when I go into groups,
0: I'm, I'm trying to get better about right you know, not carrying people's because yes. sometimes I do intentionally lend my energy if I feel like somebody needs it. Right. But a lot of times I end up absorbing it and then I yes. feel so heavy yeah. and exhausted by the time I'm done being in groups. So is that something that that energy healing would do is is help to help to, to learn? Yes,
1: definitely. Well, it would it wouldn't necessarily help you block their energy Um grounding and shielding can do that. But it would definitely help um, clear all that negative energy that you've picked up along the way um, to get rid of all that. Um, So we could clear the energy out, get rid of all the negative stuff. Um, It can also heal like generational traumas, um, release attachments, you know, heal emotional wounds, things like that. So it, you know, and it being sensitive to energy makes energy healing this performed on you work a lot better because you are so accepting of that energy.
0: Yeah. Well, um, I
1: don't know about accepting. It just kind of happens. Well, as, as as accepting as you want to be, but, um, but yeah, so well,
0: I don't, I don't, I don't know if you know that I was working at a, a funeral home at one point and, oh, uh, for the first couple of months between the spirits that were in there for those mm-hmm. listening, this is a a healing podcast, but we're going to get a little metaphysical on my side. I am sensitive to that as well. Mm-hmm. So I would feel that plus I'd feel the grief coming from everyone. Oh, now, no. I know nothing about crystals or any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. My baby sister gave me a necklace, a ring, and all these, I don't know what they are, all these beautiful black rocks. Mm-hmm. One was like, almost looked like coal, like a piece of charred coal. It's probably and like then, obsidian or hematite. That's... <laughs> My best friend and, and then my, actually my bestie slash PA, they're all saying the same thing. It's either obsidian or hematite, Yeah, but I would, I would it put those black in my pocket. Lane, but- well, they, they're beautiful, whatever they were. But I put those in my pocket. I had my ring and I had my necklace. And it was like, I don't even know if I believe in it. But to me, even if it's a placebo effect, I'm down with that. Right. You know, it was like, because it was, I mean, I, I hated my job at first because oh, I worked yeah. a lot of services.
1: I, I can't even imagine. I mean, it's bad enough just to run into Walmart real quick.
0: Yeah. We were I, just at I Walmart yesterday. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because as, as a medium, it is... Funerals are very difficult because you're, you're feeling, especially being an empathic medium, you're feeling everybody's energy, everybody's grief, everybody's pain, but then you're seeing the deceased person. Yeah.
0: And they're there. I I always said, I always, when I felt them come up behind me, because you've seen it when we've been out together at these different locations, I always tell them, I can't see you. I can't hear you, but I acknowledge them. Yeah. And move on. Like, as I, there's. There's nothing I can do. Now, moving on to more, uh, I mean, you're just like all about, well, you're kind of like me wanting to
1: help everybody. What is is intuitive counseling and who can that help? Um, Yeah. So intuitive counseling um, can help just about anybody, really. Um, It is a form of, for me, it falls under spiritual counseling, being that I'm an ordained minister. I'm not a licensed social worker. I'm not a psychiatrist, um, so I don't you know, do anything like that. I don't diagnose people with mental conditions or anything like that because um, honestly, for me, everybody has some sort of mental condition from the book.
0: We all oh, do. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> well I think and I was telling my husband, I think it's become not just more well known, but more prevalent because right. there's so much, so many chemicals yes. in our food and our water. Yes. And now it's like, um yeah. I, we lost a family member and that person's father was immediately put on antidepressants. Grief over a lost one mm-hmm. is not the same thing. I no. have clinical depression and I have had it my whole life. I didn't same. get put on medication until my adult years. I, but my depression and anxiety manifests as anger. So <laughs> I used to be considered scrappy. And actually, I was just really angry right. because of the depression and anxiety. Yeah, I, I think, like you said, the intuitive, knowing... You explain it better. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. I, I'm not going to so, try to
1: explain right. it. Right. You know, so so spiritual counseling um, is a type of counseling that focuses on the personal's spiritual side or more of their, their well-being... Um, from the emotional side, not the psychological medical side. Yeah. We don't want you to get on medication. We want to help you work through those, the grief, the pain, the anger naturally. However, that being said, if I do feel that somebody does need that, I will quickly, quickly refer them. And I always tell people, do not rely on me. If you feel like you have some kind of mental thing, you you consult your doctor. Yeah. Um That's but, exactly what I say. Yeah. Yes. Um, but this can help people feel connected, grounded, um more yeah. peace. Um it's just it's done basically that what makes it intuitive counseling is it's it's spiritual counseling, but it's done by a practitioner who isn't intuitive or sensitive. Yeah. Um so I use my my gift of intuition to kind of read between the lines. Yeah and help the person discover what, you know, problems or trauma that, that they might not even realize is causing the issue, help them realize how that is affecting their current situation and how how to process that. That's, yeah, that's kind of, I,
0: I'm a certified coach now in actually a few different areas, but mm-hmm. it's the same thing. Yeah. It's, and I, have you noticed we women tend to have the strongest intuition.
1: Yes. It's it's just it's part we, of who we are. We have the strongest intuition, but we also have the strongest blind sight for ourselves. Oh yeah. I can we can we can see it and everybody else. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. when it comes to us, we don't see it at all. You know what I've started doing? Because I've, I've always given the
0: the best advice, the greatest advice. I can yep. walk anybody through anything. Mm-hmm. I have noticed in order to ground myself to see where I'm seeing wrong, I have to go outside. I have to get barefoot in the grass. I have to like literally ground myself. So I've been starting my days out on the front porch with my coffee, mm-hmm. feet in the grass, which I don't know if you saw on Facebook. I had not. It was, a I think, last spring or last summer. I had a red velvet ant in my yard. Oh. So now, I I don't know if you know what those are. Those are called cow killers. Yeah. The sting is so painful it'll kill a cow. So I uh, I check the grass before I put my feet Yeah, in there. <laughs>
1: yeah. I I would uh, be a little careful.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, but that's yeah, that's I can I can help everybody else, but I can't seem to help myself until I become grounded and shut the world out for a minute and just focus on yes. on just yeah. literally shutting my brain down. And my husband last night, there's a family member got sick. And of course my instinct is to, you know, start tightening up and panic. I have to breathe it out. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm that intuition. Okay. I can't. And I just breathe it out, breathe that energy out. Yeah.
1: Now what can someone expect during their first session with you? Well, I mean, I guess, I guess it depends on which session they're coming in for. <laughs> um, if they're coming in for an energy healing or a crystal healing session, um, the first thing that we'll do is there's a little bit of paperwork, but for the most part, we'll just sit down and discuss like what what the goals are, um, what they feel like they want to address in, with the session. Um, you know, if it's more of a if it's a counseling session, it's it's pretty much the same thing. We're just going to do more discussing than than right. Anything else, because that's what that's what the purpose is. We're going to have this dialogue. I'm going to answer, ask kind of those open ended questions to be able to judge and see if I can pick up on anything. Um, but then as far as with the energy healings and the crystal healings, once we go through our little introduction session, uh, when it comes to the session, their job is easy. They they get to lay down on the massage table, relax, listen to music, and just enjoy. Yeah, I right I might have to do the the take a trip to Mattoon soon just for that. Right.
0: <laughs> I, I only get out there once a year, and we haven't done it in two years no. now. Yeah, two now, almost three years. Yeah, because you are you know you you have all these skills and these gifts. What advice would you give? To those who have been struggling with everything, oh my God, everything Everything. that's been going on over the past two years, it's not even just the pandemic anymore. We have so many things going at one time
1: now. We do. We do. And for me, the most important thing that I I would say to people is you are not alone. Um, That is one thing that the last couple years has made so many people feel like they're alone. Um, and isolated. And I, you know, that's, that's one of the biggest things we can handle so much more when we don't feel alone. Right. Um, right. You know, and I mean, the last couple of years have been so difficult for all of us and we'll be dealing with the long-term effects
0: of oh, this yeah. for forever. Yeah.
1: Um, You know, and so my, my biggest, my biggest word of advice is don't be afraid to talk to someone. Um, You know, if you're, A lot of people are not comfortable talking to psychiatrists or doctors, um, which is fine. Reach out to friends. Reach out to, if you belong to a church, reach out to the pastor. Find a a spiritual counselor like myself. You know, just having. That's one of the reasons I opened the group,
0: not a page, a group for are yeah. you worth it? Is so that we can all be there for each other exactly. we can all cheer each other on we can all cheer each other up so if anybody has you know you need to talk to somebody there's always one of us is always online right. somebody is always online Right. I've right. Made and sure I, that we you know, had a support system
1: yes and that's kind of the thing with my counseling my coaching sessions they can all be done virtual you don't have to come to Mattoon if you want to come in person to my office that's fine but you don't have to we can right. do it over the phone. We can do it at 10 o'clock at night if that's what you want to do. Um, you know, I, I think that really the last couple of years have just been a time for reflection and change. Um, that was exactly what it was for me. That yeah. was exactly I mean, what it was for me. change is never easy, but it but it's necessary. I mean, girl, that's that's my podcast coming up uh, tomorrow is <laughs> it, it, it's not comfortable, but it's necessary at right. times. It's I, not. I mean, but but these I mean, if we step and think about it, these have these last couple of years have really made us refocus yes our world. And I mean, well, and what's
0: more important because a lot of people right were able to spend more time with their family or, right. you know, or were not able to see when all this was going on and we all thought we were going to die. Like it was so terrifying. I hadn't seen my mom and my mom lives like 10 minutes from me. Right. And we are always together. We, I finally went to her house and we had our chairs 10 feet apart. Yeah. So, yeah. like, I, but I, I needed to see my mom. We should right. live in the country, right. so we can do that. We have plenty of room to do that. Yeah. But I knew someone hadn't seen their mother in like a year for fear of getting her
1: sick. Yeah. You know? Yep. I was the same way. I hadn't seen my mom for about eight, probably about eight months. And the first time I saw her, I went to the hospital with her um, for something else. But. Um, after sitting in the ER with her for three hours in her room, because my other job is I work at a nursing school. So the nurse taking care of her knew me. So they let me come back. Oh, that's good. Um, Even though visitors weren't allowed. So three hours of sitting in the room with her, then they found out she had COVID. Oh, so my first time being, seeing her for eight months in fear of exposing her, she exposes me. Right. In the ER. But, you know, it worked out. <laughs> but it was we, like, really? <laughs> we,
0: we actually got together. Six of us got together for Christmas. Six of us. Only six.
1: Nice. Yeah. Four
0: of, four of us got it.
1: Oh, my gosh. And one of
0: them was my uncle who has COPD. <sighs> so he did end up going to the hospital, but he had a treatment and was, you know, within a couple of days, he was doing better. Right. But it sucked because my mom was sick too. And I, you know, you know about my vestibular migraine. So even a small cold, like Mm -hmm. really messes up my vertigo. So I couldn't drive over there either. So my baby sister, I had to keep calling her, okay, take mom this. Okay. Go feed her, you know, go feed her animals (laughs) because we were all so, so sick. I I got better faster than everybody else did. I got over it faster than they did. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, and I, I think that, I mean, one One thing that for me, and I think for a lot of people really changed was our focus from we're so focused on our careers and going places and getting to the store and doing this and doing that, that we forgot um, about what happens in our four walls. Yep. You know, and then suddenly we're stuck at home and it's like, wait, what, what, what do I do here?
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I gotta be honest. It, it wasn't hard for me. I'm a homebody.
1: Right. Well, you know, and I'm honestly, a homebody. <laughs> people gave me so much, so much heat all my life about my kids and letting them play too much video games because we're all gamers. But you know what? My kid was the happiest kid during mm-hmm. COVID. Being able to finish school from home, being able to just be home and, you know, online. He was happy as a clam. So yeah, my husband all those worked people from that home gave me with trouble. Fear. Their kids were all being miserable because they did not want to be stuck at home. Mine was happy as a clam. Yeah, <laughs> i yeah, my, my husband husband been training from them home. for COVID for years. Right, <laughs> that's <laughs> what I was like. Gen
0: X, we we've, we've been prepared for this since birth. With right, <laughs> Gen X, did fine. It was the millennials and younger they were hating not being able to go mm-hmm. anywhere. Um, I was this whole you know curbside pickup. I'm down with that. Right because oh, I, I get so exhausted. half full restaurants I'm game yes. I was I was so so exhausted being around people anyways so mm-hmm. I'm getting better about it I am getting better about it so I yeah. love that advice that you're not alone you know reach out to somebody yes yeah There's, I mean and again yeah, yeah I'm is assuming it, you're offering your, your Facebook page as well and yeah. I have the group you can always reach out one of us is always online
1: yes for sure I mean one thing that we've learned is that we are not in control of this universe. The universe is in control of us. Yes, exactly. We it's, may think we are, but
0: COVID if anything, very quickly yeah, co- that we were not exactly. in control. If anything is proven, yes. it was COVID. <laughs> and now we've got another wave coming too. They've just put St. Louis back on red, uh. red alert. Which I don't live in St. Louis anymore, but I'm in a tiny town. So I'm like, ah, I'm not even worried about it. We were actually in Dallas when all this started in 2020. Oh. And we came home. I'm like, you know, let's run by the grocery store before we go home. Mm-hmm. We were gone for four days. So there's like no perishables in the fridge. Girl, it was like the movies. <laughs> it freaked right. me out. And I, I was having panic attacks because you know right. they had us all convinced we well, were all going to die.
1: And that's the thing. This has been a great, I mean, not that COVID is great in any way, but it's tested our system. It's shown where our weaknesses were in healthcare. Yes. Yes. It's shown where our weaknesses are in supply chains. Food supplies. Yes. Mm -hmm. It is really, it it tested our system and showed us where the flaws are. Oh, we're out here in a small little town. Yeah. We're still suffering from it. I mean, it's there's a lot of things that's
0: hard to get out here. Mm-hmm. And you know, I've got all the weird food allergies. So right. I have to like, I have to, what we call driving into town. I have to drive like 25, by the way, 25 minutes doesn't sound like a whole lot. It's all highway driving. So you're doing 60, 70 miles an hour. So imagine how far away that right. is. Now, my next question is, how do you reset each day or each week?
1: Um, well, you know, it, it really depends. Um, my, my main reset day is usually on Sundays, um, since that's about the only day that I don't work. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, yeah. I mean, I have my administrative job three days a week. Um, and then the other three, uh, I am in the office usually seeing clients or, um, you know, doing other stuff for, embrace healing so or planning the events or or what have you. Um so I say Sunday is my day off, but that includes, you know, laundry and grocery yeah. shopping and yeah. you know all that stuff as well. But catching up, right. Yeah. Um, but for me it's just I just stay away from or try to stay away from energy that I'm not familiar with.
0: Um oh, so the energy sense.
1: in my house is fine you know, so that's relaxing for me. So if I'm not, you know, if I'm doing curbside pickup for groceries, that's great. Um, I just basically try to avoid others' energy. Um, because I, I do, I mean, with what I do with the mediumship and all that, I stay open all the time, Mm, um, which is exhausting.
0: Yeah, it would be exhausting. I can't, can't even. Just being the human, living humans, I can't even imagine. Yes,
1: yes. Um, so, I mean, that that is one thing that I do like to do on Sundays. I'm just like, no, I will not do readings. No, I will not do anything. Um, I might, you know, make some flyers or something, but
0: right. I, I'm A not going to work.
1: Nothing that re- requires... My energy meshing with anyone else's. (laughs) I usually do my reset on
0: Sunday, but Saturday I had a headache and laid down in -hmm. the dark. I'm like, I'm just going to lay down for a minute. Girl, I fell asleep until like eight, nine o'clock on the couch. Yeah. I, I, I have chronic fatigue. So I never know right. if it's fatigue or if I'm actually tired mm-hmm. until my body just crashes. So I just right. push right. through. Yes.
1: And that's another thing that I, I do on Sundays usually is that's my one day to sleep in. So I will usually sleep 12 hours on I Sunday. Just to- I think I'm getting old
0: because I generally, I think the latest I've slept in, other than when we had COVID, the latest I've slept in in years has been like 30, 10 o'clock. Um, and then my body hurts from like laying in bed. Um, I just, I can't do like, I used to be able
1: to sleep till noon, girl. But
0: right. then we
1: also stayed up all night too. Right. So. Well, I think Monday through, Monday through Saturday, I'm usually a midnight to 6 a.m. person. Ooh. I mean, that's all I sleep during the week. So Sunday is my first day that I can really sleep, sleep. So usually I'll go to bed around midnight and I'll wake up around 10, 30, 11 o'clock. Um, midnight to six? Why? That's just, you know, I by the time that I get done working, get home, get dinner, Then it's usually six thirty, seven o'clock by the time I'm ready to sit down and just chill. So I usually am playing video games. I was going to say, you're playing video games till midnight, aren't you? (laughs) Yeah, 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 a lot of it. Um, (laughs) For those who don't
0: know, that's how she met her husband. Yes,
1: yes. They fell in love online. Yes, yes. I started playing in 2004 with my son who at that time was 12 years old oh gosh um we started playing together and you know here i am still i just can't years later i (laughs) have nothing against gaming
0: my son's a big time i don't know what game it is he wears the headset he talks to his friends i think Mm -hmm. it's call of duty or something. I just, I don't know. I I can't sit still very long. That's one of my problems is I can't sit still very long.
1: You know, I always say I have, I have two brains. I have my, my teenage brain or my toddler brain. And then I have my adult brain. (laughs) And if the other one is not entertained, then The other one can't function. I see. My teenage brain goes
0: to things like TV shows, like The Boys, and
1: well, see, (laughs) I'm playing. If if I have World of Warcraft on one screen, there's always something on the other one, whether it be music, a movie, a class. I do a lot of online classes, so I'll be listening to stuff, um, you know, and have. have You're a multitasker too, yeah. yeah, and I can't just do one or the other now if I am gaming and doing some of the end game stuff the harder stuff they will always because we do them in groups they will always yell at me and make sure that I have music on and nothing else (laughs) because I am usually the one healing them keeping them alive because just like in real life being a druid healer I am a druid healer in the game as well and if I don't pay attention then they all die (laughs) So they will make sure several times before we start doing anything, that any shows, any classes, anything like that are off and only music is on. Pay attention, Becky. Right. are like, you just have music on, right? Because they know that if the music's off, then you may as well forget it. Because I'm never going to stay focused.
0: I always have background. Even when I'm writing, I always have. But it can't be like if I'm writing and I'm focusing on something, it can't be something I want to look up at. It's got to be a movie or TV show that I've already seen a thousand times. Right. You know, like Outlander will be playing or uh, Bridgerton or I don't know, just pick one. Something I've already seen, Walking Dead. You know, I have box set up to season four, but now I have Netflix in my office. I can just let it go all the way through. I've seen, you know, you know. I've seen every episode of The Walking Dead like 10 times. So. Right. You know that. I you, You've you known me a long time
1: now. I, I know. <laughs> I've seen um, Santiago's episodes a few times. Isn't he great? He is. I, I love, I love him to death, and I cannot wait to see him at Silicon. For well, sure. My son's coming
0: again this year, and I warned Santi because last time it's been – what, two years ago, three years ago, um, Cody had just turned 21, 22, let's see, 21. So he went to hang with the big dogs and he was out there. They were in the lobby drinking and he came come in. I said, buddy, are you, are you drunk? A little bit, mom. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> but I mean, they were safe. They were in one place. I wasn't right. worried about it, you know, and it wasn't like they were out driving and partying or anything. Right. We we are way off topic. Sorry. Um, Now, do you set your goals for your own mental health or is it something that's just become second nature? Like, do you have to actually think about, okay, I have to remember to do this or is it just something that's now it's. Um, For the most
1: part, it's um, second, second nature to me. I don't necessarily set a goal for it, um, but I do pay close attention um, to my emotions and honor them. Um, You know, I've, I've suffered from depression most of my life. Um, which is a very common thing with, with impasse. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so when I start feeling overwhelmed, I'll just take a few hours or a day and just focus on, you know, whether it be meditation, whether it be just regrounding myself, reshielding myself, um, you know, and just making that conscious effort to focus on the positive. Um, that's usually... That's usually when, um, if the, if the depression makes its way through is if I've been doing too many readings and stuff with very emotionally disturbed or emotionally traumatized situations, then sometimes my guard comes down and, and I hold on to it. Right. So I have to kind of refocus and start focusing on positive and um, so I may, you know, disappear for a day and be like, okay, we got to clear some things out of here. <laughs> but My video
0: stopped recording just on its own. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> the video goes on the Patreon. Sorry <laughs> about that. I'm it'll just get meshed together I guess we'll still hear we'll still hear the whole thing it's just that that little piece the video it's just me sitting here like smiling and laughing I don't (laughs) don't know why anybody wants to see that right right
1: yeah Yeah. I had
0: to literally start setting goals for myself because Mm -hmm. you know I've had a pretty tumultuous life for the you know the first right Thirty plus years of my life and then issues with children and issues with family right. members. And the past five years has been a journey for me. And it I still have to make a conscious decision right. every single day. And I set goals for myself. But Sunday's usually my reset where yeah. I sit there, no phone, no conversation, no nothing, just me, meditation. You know, I have to yeah. make it a conscious decision still.
1: Right. But right, and it's I, becoming I mean, a I do have to... I do have to shield myself several times a day, um, just depending on what I'm doing, um, just to kind of refresh it. But, I mean, I've been dealing with seeing dead people since I was a small child. So, you know, those those shields go up, those, you know, that grounding happens kind of almost, you know, naturally now that I just don't even pay attention Right. Until I hit really close to someone who's like very bad energy and it's like, okay, yeah, we need to redo this real quick or <laughs> strengthen it a little bit because.
0: My mom is, she loves to be in a group of people, even being an empath, but even she's starting to say how it's getting a little exhausting because there's something about an empath where people want to tell you their whole lives. Oh yeah. Every issue they have, every problem they have. Yes. So after a while you're like, whoo, you go home and you're tired. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting there checking the radar because it, the recording glitched there for about a split second, but we're good.
1: Okay, yeah, can you raining and tell me on here too?
0: Yeah, and it's real. It's getting real dark outside, um, and I I keep I don't know if you hear over the microphone or not, but i hear a thunder rumbling in the distance. But it doesn't look like we're gonna have any major storms. Just rain. Good. But if it glitches out and stops recording, I'll come back to it. I'll have to send you another link, I guess. Yeah. Now, essential oils has become like a huge hot topic over the it past has. few years. Um, I'm very particular about which brands I use yes uh, and I I am not, I've never gone to school for it so I actually have a girlfriend um, she and my baby sister both have actually gone to classes for essential oils. Mm-hmm. so I'll call them this is what I'm feeling this is what I'm going through and they'll tell me, you know put this in the diffuser right. um, my baby sister makes me roller balls. Yeah. Uh, to put like on my wrist because she got to use carrier oils. Yeah, no, I didn't know. I didn't know that. I thought you just put it on your skin. I didn't know that. Right. So can you tell me about the use of essential oils for mental health? And have you found one that is more beneficial than others? Um, or do you, you think know, it's like a custom to each person?
1: I think, um, I mean, I think that there's not necessarily one size fits all. Um Lavender, of course, is one of the most com most common ones. Yeah, um, and it does help with anxiety and stress, but it can also cause. It helps with sleep issues, but it can also cause sleepiness if you're using it like during the day. Um, so, like jasmine can be used um, to help with anxiety without causing sleepiness. Um, a lot that. of the floral scents, pretty much any floral scent, will will brighten the mood and cheer true you up i Um, I tend
0: to use lavender peppermint bergamot and uh,
1: frankincense when i'm writing there you go yeah and that's that's good because frankincense is good for protection which is good for you being sensitive yeah um so you know and citrusy scents can always you know perk up and oh yeah that's um, that's why i use bergamot and the the wild orange and yeah yeah for sure um you know i i I'm again. I like. I am picky about what essential oils I use. I like DoTerra. I like Young Living. I don't like the price of them. No. I <laughs> um, So I, I am not- a big fan of Plant Therapy, um, which is a brand and the different blends that they offer. Um well, we- I thought you were talking about. I should go get some plants. I'm like, I'm in. <laughs> no, 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 good. I'm in. <laughs> I, I kill anything that is like a plant. So yeah, no, not oh. a good idea. I do not have a green thumb, um, but Plant Therapy has a couple of blends. One's called Blue Blues Buster, and the other is called Balance, and that's two blends that I use a lot. And they come in like roller balls, or you can buy the actual bottle. Um, Are to they use called Rick Roller Balls? Rick Roller Balls, yeah, because you never want to give them up. Never want to give you up. Yeah. I love
0: that. Oh, I love that. That's hilarious. Hol- Oh, you know. Yes,
1: <laughs> but yeah. So they have they have all kinds of essential oil stuff. They have it, they even have it for pets, um, and a whole child safe line. And you
0: know, yeah, I didn't know that there were some that I wasn't supposed to be using. Um, yes, in the same room with my dog, mm-hmm. and then oregano oil. You're not supposed to have near your skin. I'm like that came in a kit that I bought. My um, sister's like, if you're going to use it, use it outside for pests. You know, right? Like around the table. Yeah, it I, is I didn't very know.
1: important to keep can keep an eye on what you're using especially in a diffuser around animals yeah it's. I had both my sister and my best
0: friend go through and separate what I cannot use in the room with my dogs because mm-hmm. trust me when I say there's a dog at my feet right now I closed the door she got three before I I could close it the other ones outside the cat. <laughs> they're all outside the, otherwise they like they snore and they pitter-patter around and yeah yeah there's always always animals in the room with me. I don't know if you saw the picture on Facebook of all three of them laying on me. We have a wraparound couch, and then that couch I lay on. My husband's by himself in a little corner of the wraparound, (laughs) and then the three animals lay on me on the one couch. Oh, that's so funny. Go figure. Now, you hold classes. I do. Can you tell us what to expect, like what someone would expect with each class? Like, what is their experience? Have you ever seen anybody come out, okay, this didn't work? you know it
1: does can you tell us about the experience each person would have sure i mean it, it depends on the class um but i do offer um reiki classes um lahochi which is a different form of energy healing and animal healing classes um and those are all um they can be done in person um preferably in person but they can be done online as well um so they all have. Um, well, Reiki and Lahochi both have kind of an attunement um, process that happens. Oh, we're going to get to that because I'm very curious
0: about that. That's yeah, coming up. Um, that questions coming up.
1: <laughs> yeah. So the animal healing class, um, the one I did one this weekend, and I actually included Reiki one with it um, because I really feel like you can do animal healing without Reiki one, but Reiki one helps you strengthen that and I feel like it they just kind of go hand in hand so I've been teaching those together um unless somebody is already a Reiki master and they just want the animal healing portion then I'll do a smaller class with them and do you mean literally healing the animal or the animals helping to heal
0: you the actually healing the animal okay okay yeah because I mean I'm all about you know animals healing me
1: right <laughs> Yes, you know me. <laughs> yes, yeah. So this is um this class is all about um using energy healing to help with the animals. Um I do a lot of animal healing. Um I work I work with a local vet here where I will go do Reiki and um even intuitive readings on different animals to kind of help them find what's wrong. Um especially if you know the animal is obviously sick, but they're not finding any, you know, medical the test, reason. They're running the tests. tests are up, the, yeah, the tests are fine. Yeah, um, you know, and they're like, we don't know what's wrong with this animal. Um, they will will call me in, and, and I'll see if I can pick up in on anything. I might um, connect you with my
0: best friend. She's got a cat that's had so many so many tests done, and they can't figure out what's wrong with her.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I do. I mean, I actually do full-on psychic readings with animals. So um so animal communication is is something that I'm I'm good with. Um so I mean all those classes, like something can be done in person or online. Um I prefer to do attunements in person, but they work.
0: Yep. They work I just think, as well. I was gonna say I would think being in person would be best because of the yeah, energy. It
1: just it, it builds more of a connection and it makes the person just feel more empowered to have it done in person. Yeah. That's um,
0: I, I would think, I mean, I th- you know, I do a lot of uh, uh, virtual doctor's appointments, but it's usually like follow-ups is it, is a medication working and how are right. you doing? But I mean, like my Botox, I got to go in person. It wouldn't work, you know, virtual. Right. I would think energy exactly. yeah. healing. Right? <laughs> just, I'm going to send you the needles. There's only 37 injections. Well, um, that's it. Yeah, I would oh, 37 across my forehead, scalp, Neck and the top of my shoulders oh. every three every three months, and they're hitting the nerve endings on purpose. Oh, so yeah, it's not. Oh, it's not girlfriend. Fun. And he's always like, "Do you need a break? Just get it done, right?" Well, then Just I got my high, over with. Well, I got my eyebrows microbladed because I'm a product of the '90s and have thyroid issues. So I had none left, girl. If I can handle Botox and microblading, I can handle anything at this point, right?
1: Yep. Good. Sounds Great. like it. Yeah. So I also do some other classes that are like, um, I do classes on pendulums and how to use them and what they're good for and uh, meditation classes. And you you skipped over that real fast. What Pendulum? Pendulums. Yeah. So, like the, the thing that swings? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Usually a crystal or a pendant of some sort that's on a chain. So, how does how would that something like that work? You can use those for um for a lot of things, really. Um, you can use them for readings, more type of yes, no questions. Um, you can also use them to help you find things like if you've lost things. that's kind of cool. Um, they will not help you find your mind if you've lost it. Oh, I'm out. I know. Mean, I know. Never mind. I, I try that a lot, but you know, Never it doesn't mind. it doesn't work. <laughs> um, but yeah, they they um can be used for a lot of different things. That's cool. So, I hadn't heard that one yet.
0: Okay. Yeah. Now I'm dying to know. La Ho Chi versus Reiki. Mm-hmm. I've heard Reiki. I've heard of it. Right. I don't know much about it. What are they and how do they benefit one's wellness? Can okay. you tell us a difference and how do they benefit? There,
1: There is a difference, um, but honestly, there's less of a difference than you would think. The big difference with Reiki is Reiki has been around since the 1800s. Um, it's very um, well- not well known, but more more definitely well more well known than Lahoshi. Um, but it's it's something that's been tried and tested for years. Um, Reiki is being you know accepted now. Hospitals are are doing it. Um, cancer centers, uh, big cancer hospitals have Reiki practitioners on staff now. And this is energy healing. This is Reiki energy healing. Yep. Okay. They're, they're both inter- forms of energy healing. Um, Reiki has three levels of training, so you've got level one, level two, and then Reiki master. Um, so, and there, um, there's symbols like ancient symbols that are used in Reiki. There's um, the attunement process. Um, Reiki is just a good, strong, all-around healer. Okay um Lahochi is a little newer uh well a lot newer um it was about nine, around nineteen ninety when it was first um discovered not really discovered but came through to the person in a meditation and and that's how it started um lahochi has they were they um I never know how to word this without it sounding, <laughs> sounding woo-woo to some people. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I say is woo-woo. Yes. <laughs> the woo-woo. Um, Lahochi has ties to um, what they call the a Grand Council. Um, and it has some ties to alien backgrounds. That does um, sound woo-woo. Yes. So honestly in my cl- the class when I became certified for it, they didn't mention that they were talking about the the guardian angels and they talked about the council but for for them the council was the um, archangels and angels and right, right. you know that they did not mention the alien part but they gave you a book to read and that's where they start coming in. Um so even when I teach it I really don't don't teach that aspect of it because I feel like it's a very good strong healing modality. Right. That would a lot of people would be turned away from. Right, right. Um just because
0: of that, well, you remember when acupuncture was seen as as kind of controversial mm-hmm. even back when we were young and now it's extremely accepted in things like fertility right. and
1: pain management exactly yeah, yeah so so Lahochi is another form of energy healing um, it is very simple to learn. It only takes like two hours for a class. there's only one level there's um not not really an attunement it's more of a meditation to kind of open up those channels um and and then that's it i mean once you've taken it you can you can do it you can teach it you can you know whatever um so it i use it in conjunction with reiki right okay um because kind of what I do is just a kind of a, a mixture of everything, you know. I I use Reiki, I use Lahochi, I use crystal healing, um, you know, whatever my intuition tells me that person needs. So back to I'm, the
0: intuitive healing, yeah, okay. yeah that's back mm-hmm. to the
1: intuitive process. And being a medium, I usually have visual guides, um, whether it be from the the person's people who've passed on their guides or mine, but I usually have some direction there as well. Okay.
0: Now, other than your website and your classes in Silicon, September 9th and 10th, where can people find you over the next few months of the summer?
1: Well, we've got a lot of, I've got a lot of stuff going on. Um, July 1st, uh, we are hosting a speed reading event. So it's kind of like speed dating but with psychics. That's um, cool. Yeah. Let
0: me, get, let me guess, in Mattoon?
1: Yes, yeah. It's going to be in Mattoon. I am totally open to planning events somewhere else. So if there is an area that you want an event plan, just let me know because I've been planning a lot more events lately so i was trying to get we have morse uh
0: morse hotel morse mill hotel yeah. um it's supposedly extremely haunted and i was trying to get them to do a paranormal convention mm-hmm. and they said no because they were planning an earth day event which never happened by the way i <sighs> haunted hotel where um uh bourdain uh she axed her family to death um Oh yes, yes. I know you're talking about. Oh, I can't think of a name. Hello, that's a perfect place for a, you know a paranormal convention. But
1: right.
0: It, it keeps changing hands. People keep selling it and oh. buying it. And so I would open it up as a hotel because people like me would go stay there. Right.
1: But, exactly. Yeah.
0: yeah. All my things that I go to Ashmore Estates and and you guys. That's the only places I go.
1: Is yeah. Well, we light. have an event coming up there too. So. I um, think my girlfriend and I are coming. Actually. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. On July 21st, we're doing Tipsy Tarot at um, Ally's Alibi, which is like a wine bar in Windsor, Illinois. Oh, let me guess. Wine and, and tarot cards? Yeah. That yeah. is the coolest thing ever. Yep. <laughs> I love that so much. Yep. And then in August, <laughs> I'll be at Dark History Con in Champaign. That might be a little bit closer to me. Mm. I bet it's not. I bet it's farther.
0: Probably. Yeah. You Illinois people. And I just know. so you guys know, it's not Mattoon. It's Mattoon. Yeah. You can call it whatever I got, you want. I got corrected.
1: <laughs> um, on September 9th and 10th, of course, the Silicon, And then um, October 22nd, we are hosting the Shadow and Light metaphysi- Metaphysical Market um, at Ashmore State's. Um, in Ashmore, Illinois, the very I think, haunted I think that's Ashmore the, states, and then that I think night, that's the
0: one that she's wanting to go to because she does metaphysical stuff too. My best yeah, friend,
1: yeah, yeah. That night we're doing the investigation thing. there, so yeah. You
0: know, I don't do the investigations. I don't even know why you brought that up to me.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that's the good thing about this is that they're two separate events. So yeah, um, this the Shadow and Light Market is kind of taking place of our KarmaCon event for the fall, um. And so that's kind of what during the day is, and then those vendors will pack up and everything, and then we'll do the paranormal investigation that night So, um, for those who want to. So you can be there all day for the the metaphysical part, and then bail before the paranormal stuff. Yeah, I usually bail before that. I'm I'm already... Too
0: sensitive to it as it is. So <laughs> someday I'll be able to block all that. Right. But for now, I'm trying to use it as a gift instead. Yes. Miss Becky, thank you so much for coming on to my. You are you You're are officially coming. the third episode of Are You Worth It. Nice. I know. I'm so excited.
1: Will you come back? Of course. course. Awesome. Awesome. Anytime. Thank you so much for your time. No problem at all. Thank you for having me.
0: If you'd like to support this podcast, feel free to leave a review or rating on any of the outlets that you listen from. You may also join our Patreon at Are You Worth It? We also have a Facebook group. Are You Worth It? Spoiler alert. You are.